after the 12th interest rate rise in 13 months. The pain for Australian borrowers seems to be getting worse and there's little hope, we're being told, of a reprieve in the coming months either. So just when will the Reserve Bank's campaign against inflation end and will the aggressive rates strategy trigger a recession. Let's get more on this. We're joined this morning by the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, so let's just rewind for a minute. You correctly predicted the Reserve Bank's decision to raise rates again. Congratulations, but tough times ahead. How strident was Governor Philip Lowe uh, in his warnings about inflation? Well, good morning, Tom. Not the sort of news I'd prefer to be delivering, knowing that so many households are hurting and uh, with those mortgage repayments ticking higher and uh, many households going to the brink. And I suppose the only grain of good news yesterday was that Philip Lowe thinks inflation has peaked but at 6.8% in the 12 months to April. He says it's still too high which means that more rate rises are likely and now some economists are acknowledging that the 12 rate rises we've had since May last year are creating imbalances in society disproportionately benefiting people who have money in the bank and getting better interest, while borrowers with big mortgages are the collateral damage in the RBA's battle against inflation. Now, when the latest hike is passed through, many standard variable mortgages will be sitting above 6%, way higher than the record lows that we had during the pandemic. And then you have those fixed-rate mortgages, some of which were negotiated at just below 2% during the pandemic, hitting the reality of a higher rates world. Treasurer Jim Chalmers is starting to cop a fair bit of heat over these rate rises that are hurting households. And yesterday, just after the news broke, he appeared to be distancing himself from the independent Reserve Bank's decision. Uh, I do expect that there will be a lot of Australians who will find this decision difficult to understand. It's for the Reserve Bank and its board in the usual way uh, to explain and defend the decisions that it takes Independently, The Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, there. And, yeah, Peter, as you say, not the uh, news that uh, you'd rather be delivering. There is rising criticism that Jim Chalmers isn't doing enough to tame inflation himself. How fair is that? Well, uh, there's criticism coming from all quarters, including criticism that Friday's fair work decision to raise the minimum wage by 5.75% was a factor. Now, this didn't feature at all in Philip Lowe's statement, although Philip Lowe has said in the past he's concerned about uh, wage rises not being matched by uh, productivity, but also that uh, minimum wage increase doesn't take effect until the 1st of July. But of course, the RBA does look down the track rather than in the rear vision mirror. And uh, of course, one factor today looking in the rear vision mirror is the national accounts, an update on economic growth. GDP in the most recent quarter looks like flat lining coming in at 0.3% and 2.4% over the year. So signs that the economy is crunching under the pressure of rate rises. Of course, not surprisingly, all of this is highly political. Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor says that rather than working to push down inflation, the most recent budget back in May is fueling it. We needed a budget that was fighting inflation first. Inflation is coming from Canberra, not from the Kremlin, not from anywhere else, but it is coming as a result of a cocktail of policies that we've seen from Labor. The Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor there. Peter Ryan is with me in the studio. Peter, we'll be hearing from Philip Lowe, the RBA Governor, later this morning, uh, worth noting. What can we expect? 
Well, uh, you could almost uh, imagine writing this speech now, but Mr Lowe will be most likely saying that he'll continue doing whatever it takes to tame inflation and then probably that more rate rises will be necessary, all the things that he said in the statement that came out after the decision. In the past, uh, Mr Lowe has said the RBA would be patient if inflation stayed above the 2 to 3% target band until mid-2025, but it looks like that patience is running out because of inflation appears to be sticking, in fact, rising. And a big worry is inflation psychology, inflation becoming entrenched in the economy and the minds of people too hard to remove. And that means that he'd have to take more aggressive rate action later on in the year that could end up uh, triggering a recession and put more people out of work. On that note, is there any word on whether Philip Lowe will be getting a second term? I've been hearing a lot of uh, speculation around about that, especially now he's uh, becoming increasingly unpopular. That's right. Philip Lowe, uh, not the flavour of the month by any means, but that's his job uh, to do whatever he sees fit. And Jim Chalmers was asked about this yesterday. He said no decision yet, Um, though in the past Dr Chalmers has said there would be a decision this month on whether Mr Lowe gets a, a second term. The current one doesn't end until September. But for now, it appears that Philip Lowe is using his independent role to be that classic central banker to tackle inflation And at the same time, you'd have to imagine that anyone who replaced him, someone like uh, Jerome Powell from the US Federal Reserve or Christine Lagarde, um, they'd probably be raising rates even more, much more aggressively than Australia's Reserve Bank. And and when it comes down to it, even though people are hurting, the RBA's cash rate is lower than other uh, cash rates around the world. Yeah, important to put that into perspective. Finally, I've just been fascinated by this this morning, just away from the Reserve Bank, but still talking about money. Pete, I've never, I, this might be showing my, my younger age, but I've never written a check in my life, right? But yeah. uh, the future of checks, we're being told today, it's looking shaky. Tell us about that. Well, I was going to ask you, when was the last time you wrote a <laughs> Z- check? The zero ever. The probably never. I think no. I probably wrote one about 20 years ago. There you go. Um, my mother, although, does use them. Yeah. But uh, Treasurer Jim Chalmers is going to be disappointing them. He'll be telling a conference from the Australian Banking Association this morning that checks will be gone by 2030 and work has already uh, started to phase them out. He's saying the government plans to end the use of its own checks by 2028, so only five years, and he says that checks make up a tiny fraction of transactions and that they're clunky, inefficient and cumbersome to maintain, I have to admit, not really being a, uh, a really efficient check writer or being able to balance <laughs> the checkbook the way that my parents would have. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, we now have Tap and Go, Apple Pay, Google Pay, And a report out this morning by the Banking Association says 98%, that's 98% of customer transactions these days are taking place via apps or online and cash is only being used for just 13% of payments. Well, there you go. Yeah, checks is one thing. It was the last time you used cash as well. Peter, thank you very much for joining us. The ABC Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan with me in the studio.